Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. I know that I am not building my business with my mission and my message for any other reason than to truly make a bigger impact in the world. And then when I do that, I am blessed with a bigger income. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Inspiration Rising. It is so great to have you with me. Hey, you know, 12, 13 years ago, when I transitioned out of full-time ministry as a pastor, I, I kind of avoided working with people. <laughs> I know, I know. You're like, pastors, aren't they supposed to love people? Yes, love people. But I had had a staff of over a dozen people and hundreds of people that I was working with as volunteers and having them be a part of teams. And frankly, I wanted to just work with people one-on-one. And that's what I did when I started my marketing business. That was 13 years ago. And I pretty much had worked by myself with a few contractors here and there for the last mm, 12, 13 years. And recently, when I started having this vision for Rise Up Creatives, which you guys have heard me talk about, it is this incredible tool to provide uh, resources, content for entrepreneurs to stand out and save time, all kinds of content, social media content, lead magnets, workbooks, all that good stuff. RiseUpCreatives.com, if you haven't checked it out. When I started to have this vision for this whole membership platform, I knew there's no way I could create this on my own. There's no way I can design all of these templates that we have in our membership platform. There's no way I could take all the photos and write all the captions and build the website. Just no way. First of all, I didn't have the capability, but there wasn't enough time. And you know what I needed to do? I needed to hire people. I needed to collaborate with people. I needed to ask them for help. And as I'm launching Rise Up Creatives, it's only been out into the world about a month and a half. As I'm launching it, once again, I can't do it on my own. You know, I think the saying says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with others. I want to go far. I kind of want to go fast too, honestly, but I want to go far. I want to do great things in this world. I want to help you. I want to help countless other people stand out and save time and grow your business. And that means I need to learn how to collaborate better. 
And I've had some fears around collaboration. I will tell you, I had a breakthrough several weeks ago when I was talking with a friend and I was going, why do I avoid collaborating with other leaders, other online business owners? And I realized what it was, that when I was a pastor, I asked for people to invest their money, not invest, give, right? Give their money to the church and volunteer their time. I asked for that so many times because that's what a church is. That's what a nonprofit is. You rely on the donations and generosity of others and the volunteerism of of others. But I will tell you that when I looked back in retrospect, a lot of that can feel a little manipulative. Like, hey, we need you to give. Hey, we need you to volunteer. Uh, And there's ways you can do that that are honorable and um, moral and ethical. And I don't think I was immoral or unethical, but I will say that a lot of that starts to feel a little icky for me. Like I'm asking somebody to do something in order to build the vision that I have. And when I think about collaborating with others, I start to go, man, I don't want to feel like I'm taking advantage some of someone for my benefit, the benefit of my business. And so that's why I had avoided collaboration. And now I'm starting to think about collaboration in new ways. And in large part, that is because of my new friend, Jesse Harris-Bowton. Now, I interviewed Jesse on a previous episode, I don't even know, sometime a year, year and a half ago. You can go to insporising.com slash Jesse Harris-Bowton and listen to that. She is a former race car driver that um, she still has the world's winningest record. She's the world's winningest driver in the history of the jet dragster division in both male and female categories. World's winningest. Yes, she's got like over 650 wins, one loss that I've kind of teased her about. Um, And in these vehicles, she'd go over 300 miles an hour. Can you imagine what that does to your face? Whew, man. Maybe that's why she's got such incredible facial expressions. She's got the most fun facial expressions. Maybe it's because it got stretched out a little bit in the race car driving. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with her face. I think her face is awesome. I'm just saying, maybe that's what happens to race car drivers. Okay, let's move on. She is an incredible person, and we have started collaborating on some things. And honestly, she's just become a great friend. Oh, my goodness. I love her to death. I think she's amazing. She's a wife. She's a mom of five kids, certified life and business growth strategist. She is known as the millionaire mompreneur because she's got both a six- and seven-figure business. Two different businesses. One's a coaching business. The other is a brick-and-mortar physical therapy business with her husband. I'm out of breath. So many good things here. So in this episode, episode 200, what? Whoop, whoop, whoop. So excited. I cannot believe we got to 200. I asked Jesse to be our special guest on this episode to talk about collaboration and why she collaborates and how she collaborates and all the things when it comes to collaboration. So I am so excited that if you have not had the privilege of just receiving the wisdom and energy of Jesse Harris Bowton. Get ready, open up that notes app on your phone and get ready to type furiously because Jesse's going to drop some truth bombs. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Jesse Harris Bowton. Jesse, thank you for being here with us today. Episode 200. Woo! 
Thank you so much, David. What you guys cannot see on the back end is I just did what I call a power move. David, fill them in before we go any further. Come on. Well, Jesse and I are on this new podcast app, not podcast app, iPhone <laughs> app. It's only for the iPhone. It's not for those people with those lowly Androids. And it's called Hi Ho. Hi Thank ho. you for doing it like that. Thank yeah. you for doing it like that. You have to. You have to have the inflection in your voice. Hi Ho. Yeah, it's called Hi Ho. And it is so awesome. It's basically people that just ask a question, leave a message, video. And then you can respond via video. And it's not like Clubhouse where it goes away. It stays there and you get to know people and connect. And so anyway, I've noticed that almost every video that Jesse posts, she has her hand behind her head and then just flings her hair out. And I'm like, why is she doing that? So um, on HiHo, you can send people a direct message called Ask Me Anything. But then if they respond, it goes public. I said, what are you doing with your hair here? What's going on? So then uh, she's teaching me how to do power poses and my power poses, she said, are not good enough. They're weak. <laughs> I, I don't know that I said that. You are paraphrasing, my friend, but I'll take it because you know I'm going to tell you like it is tough love all the way. You are so much fun. Oh my gosh. Seriously though, thank you for having me here today. Yeah, it's great to be together. And so um, Jesse and I have been collaborating on some different things. Um, just getting to know each other and working together on projects. And so I thought, well, what better topic than to uh, share with each other um, and with you for episode 200 on the topic of collaboration. Now, one of the reasons why I bring this up is because when I left ministry 12, 13 years ago, I didn't want to have any employees. I didn't want to have any team members. I didn't want to work with anybody. I just I just wanted to do it myself. And I started, I actually started my marketing company with a partner and we ended up kind of going our separate ways because I just, I'd rather do it alone. And now, now 12, 13 years later, I'm going, I really should be doing these things with other people. So it's, you know, it's only taken me 12, 13 years. That's it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so true. I understand. I mean, I'm sure we're going to dig in here, but you know, I was the same way. I did a lot of stuff uh, on my own for a long time. And only now am I really leveraging the power of networking and collaborating. So before I guess we go any further, I'll introduce myself a little bit more to your audience. I know I've been on what, what episode I've been here with you before. I don't, I don't know, remember. Go to insporising.com slash Jesse Harris Bouton. And I gave Perfect. him the bio on our intro, but sure. You can introduce yourself in your own words. I'm, let's hear it. Yeah, well, and the, the point of what I'm, I'm circling back around here with a little bit of my introduction is because um, a lot of times as, you know, the creator and founder of the Millionaire Mompreneur brand and, you know, working less and making more, which you didn't probably say any of that, but that is a part of what I teach the women that I work with. I teach them how to build a brand that stands out online and sells on autopilot so that they can have more freedom in their life, right? And so um, that being said is, there's just no way that I could have gotten to where I am today without networking and collaborating like a boss. But I will say for the first probably five years in my online coaching business, um, I did it myself and I, I sacrificed a lot for it personally and professionally, but it was because I made every excuse I could out of my facts. I like to say that people confuse facts with excuses, and that's a lot of times what holds them back. But that was the thing for me. I always felt like, you know, I couldn't quite afford it yet, or when I had more clients or, 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 and, um, 
you know, I didn't want to take away from my family. I, I don't know. Like I said, every excuse in the book. But when I finally went all in on not trying to do things alone, it's when things just 10 axed for me. And so if you follow me at all on my podcast, Millionaire Mompreneur Project, you have heard me say at nauseum, alone we are strong, but together we are unstoppable. And it's because when Millionaire Mompreneur more or less became a thing, was born, um, that's when I went all in on getting some help and not doing it alone and then continuing to grow, not just as a part of my team behind the scenes, but also in collaborations like this with different podcast swaps and, you know, um, training opportunities, etc. So let's well, dig two, in. Yeah. So the two things that I want to kind of tease out there, one is having team members in your business or yeah. employees. These days online, people call them team members because usually they're not full-time employee or doing collaborations. So let's let's tease both of those things out. First of all, you said hiring someone to help you. You didn't do that for the first five years. I didn't do it for the first year and a half or so. I did, I think I edited 120 plus podcasts by myself. And then I'm like, why am I doing this? I should really get some help here um, and help with other things. What caused you to go, I need help. I finally need somebody to assist me. Uh, the number one most precious commodity that I believe we all have is time. And so I'm a mom of five. Uh, I have two businesses. I am very passionate about a brick and mortar physical therapy clinic that I have with my husband as well. And currently in the last year, we've been chasing down cancer with my husband. We're on a pretty aggressive cancer journey with him. And so um, we introduced baby number five unexpectedly a little over a year ago. And that's kind of when everything really changed for me because I was hustling, working 40, 50, 60 hours a week, sacrificing myself and my family with just not enough to show for it. You know, I was making good money, but what is money worth to me? Nothing, especially when it comes to not having that relationship with my kid. Maybe he goes to his daddy over me. I mean, I have one kid. He is a daddy's boy. And I, and I love that. I mean, please don't get me wrong. I love the fact that they have that connection, but I was a little bit slighted. I was like, oh, and that's because I was always with all the other babies and, you know, the businesses and this and that. Um, and then, of course, you know, like we're looking at a pretty uncertain prognosis with my husband. I mean, of course, we're very positive, optimistic people, and we believe he's going to be here for another 30 years. But the truth is the doctors are telling us they don't know what we're dealing with. He's quite ill. Um, I don't want to have any regrets. I learned a long time ago. I lost my dad young, unexpectedly. I was 11 years old and a lot of other successes, but a lot of failures along the way, too. And, you know, I, I, it's like that what they call middle age for women or something, guys, I turned like 35, 36, I'm 38 now. And I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. No amount of money is worth me not being able to experience life. We like to make memories here. We actually give, like, we take our kids on vacations instead of buy birthday gifts. Cause it's all about, you know, experiencing this short life <laughs> that we are really here for. I know we all think it's long when we're miserable, but when you're having a good old time, like I am, holy camoly, it goes by so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hired an assistant to help you just yeah. with a variety of different things. And that freed up time for you is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, majorly. Um, so I, I literally went from working um, probably about 50 hours a week to about 20 in within 30 days of getting her onboarded. That's amazing. Game changing. Yeah. And, and I five X my, um, my 
my, uh, oh my God, I can't talk to gay guys, mom brain, my income in that same 30 days by simply allowing her to do what she was good at and allowing me to do what I was good at, which was staying in my zone of genius and selling clients in clarity calls. Wow. Wow. Okay. Now let's talk about collaborations for a minute because that's, that's different. It's definitely getting people into your business or connected with you, but now they're not working kind of on the business. They're working with you in your business collaborations. At what point did you feel like I want to look to collaborate with someone? Was it around the same time where you brought somebody on or was it a different experience? Well, so uh, we've owned our brick and mortar PT clinic for 20 years. And the number one thing that has helped us grow that to a seven figure plus business with employees 10 deep is uh, it's all done organically, no paid advertising. It was through the word of mouth. We just served our clients so well and they just shared us to everybody, right? To the point where we like almost have to turn people away because we're just booking out two to three weeks and nobody wants to wait that long, right? Of course, we're always trying to make sure that we can accommodate. But my point is, as I learned, you know, that was almost, that's a collaboration of sorts, right? Networking with these these existing clients of yours and more or less asking them, although we were not incentivizing them, but asking them to share us with people. And so I understood the power of that. And so when I felt like I had a good foundational system in place where my business could run smoothly, kind of you know going through the motions uh, with that help, I decided to lean into the power of networking and collaboration in my coaching business. And so that looked like for me doing podcast swaps that looked like for me um, pitching to speak on other people's virtual stages and things like that. Um, doing reviews for one another's products and books and things. Um, I, uh, it's a hot one today, David. This is your audience. I know they get this because half, probably half of them listening are moms, but I am losing a train of thought. I need a big old glass of water and a cup of coffee to keep going. It's three, it's three thirty-three in the afternoon for people. I know really? we got a lot of, we got a lot of spiritual boss babes probably here too. And so they probably like that three, three, three. Um, but so for me, the power of networking and collaborating that I was looking for in my coaching business was an, in a form like that. And I like to say that the reason this was so beneficial was because it allowed me to ethically and morally steal other people's audiences that were in alignment with me. Okay. And so, um, you know, that was the way that I started to focus. But before that I was doing, you know, networking and collaborating in the, in Facebook groups, you know, doing the old school, slow, painful growth ways of trying to like comment and interact and like, and follow. Um, I'm not saying those systems don't work, but nowadays, you know, five years ago, that was amazing. Nowadays, that is the slow, painful way to grow. Um, And so if you, you know, get all warm and fuzzy with people that really are in alignment with what you do. For example, David, you and I are in perfect alignment, right? I am a personal branding marketing and sales coach. So I teach systems, but I don't want to teach the whole back end. I'll give them ideas of how to create content in for 30 days in an hour, but that's your zone of genius. You go deep on that inside rise up creatives. And that's a way that now we share you out to our people. And I get an affiliate commission, right? With a special code and so on. Our, our audiences are in alignment. So it was a no brainer for us to recommend one another. Mm -hmm. So the whole networking thing, I, 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 up until now, I'm going to use that language up until now, I have not been the greatest at this because partially maybe I'm a little bit more of an introvert. Um, I feel like, ah, I don't want to take advantage of someone like, 
you seem like just so natural. Like you just walk into a room and like everybody would want to collaborate with you or everybody would want to be like, oh, I want to be on Jesse's team. Meanwhile, I'm in the one sitting in the back kind of going, oh, if I really like how these teams are being put together, like I'm analyzing it all, you know? So, I love you. I know so, where you're going with this question. So keep going. I know where you're going and I'm you're going to love like, this. How, how can I... Uh, what tips would you give me? Let's just work on me today. Okay. Let's yeah. make it all about me. What, what tips would you give me in networking? Because yeah. we were, I don't know, we were talking about uh, rise of creatives and you're like, I want to help you. I want to be, I want to be a part of this. And I was like, okay, this feels awkward. What is she trying to scam me on something? There's something right. I'm here coming. Like, why does she want to help me? Um, like how, how do those collaborations come naturally to you? Yeah, this is such a great question. First of all, I'm going to point out because I know you don't mind me using you as an example here, but look at where your mindset was. That's probably because you've been scammed yourself before by people. Unfortunately, nowadays on social media, it happens a lot. And or you too looked at wanting to let work and collaborate with people expecting something. We all do. So don't feel upset about that. We all do as humans. We all want to accept a helping hand and get a helping hand, right? But what we need to remember, I call this the pitch like a pro strategy. And if you guys don't know me very well yet, what you're going to learn is I am always the person who's going to give you the simplest, most high impact shortcut to get to where you want to go. So I call it pitch like a pro. It's simple. Lead with value. And only then do you earn the privilege or opportunity to ask. That is it. You must give value first. You must lead with offering a hand. And only when the time is right, are you allowed to strike with an ask? Okay. So give me, give me some ideas of leading with value. Cause I, like, I have a lot of people that I connect with on podcasts. I go on podcasts, people come on my podcasts, give me ideas on how I could provide value or other listeners could provide value. So the, one of the very first things that I do with anybody, even if it's just a, Hey, we get on a podcast swap like this. And you might remember this from the very first time we got on a podcast uh, swap. I said to you, Hey, David, this has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. If there's anything that I can ever do to lift you up or help you in some way, please don't hesitate to reach out. Like, and then I would insert my, my tagline. I believe the alone you're strong, but together we are unstoppable. And the power of networking and collaboration is limitless. So I mean, saying that you're just saying that to be nice. I don't believe you. (laughs) You're just saying that to be nice. That's just total BS. That's like the end of the podcast thing. Like, oh, I'll help you if I can. So so some people might be that way, but I don't accept going on a podcast unless I've already approved that I like you and what you're about. I don't take, uh, when I first got in, in coaching, right. I remember I felt like, dude, you have an Amex card. Let's go. I'll coach the crap out of you. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't do that anymore. I did that for a hot year and then learned that I didn't want people who were not doers working with me. Peace out. So I will get on clarity calls with people who will literally be happy to show me $5,000 or $10,000 to work with me. Mm -hmm. Nope. We have to go through my four stage clarity call method. And only if I think you're right, will we work together? Mm -hmm. I do the same thing for podcast opportunities, for guest speaking opportunities. I don't take everyone that comes my way. Absolutely not. I have to think you're a good fit. So no, it's not a crock of crap when I lead with that at the end. If we've connected, I Mm -hmm. absolutely say that. And Mm -hmm. I always connect with people on those because I've already pre-qualified you Mm -hmm. and it's the truth. 
So if you say something like that, if you say, hey, if I can ever help you, because I, what's interesting is I will say that to certain people as well when I'm done with a podcast interview, or if I feel like I've really connected with them and I really believe what they're doing, I will say that. And I totally mean it. Yeah. What are the things that if someone came back to you, you said, hey, if I can help you in any way, I would love to. What is an acceptable list of things? Because there's a non-acceptable list. Hmm. Well, I could use a hundred thousand dollar investment in this. Did it right? Okay, that's not acceptable. Well, let's what be are, realistic, though. What are the likelihood that somebody's going to ask you that? Pretty slim. I know. I'm just saying. If I'm asking you, what are the things that I could be in an acceptable range to ask of you? Um. Well, uh, let's just be honest. I think almost anything, and I know that within you you are not going to want to overstep your boundaries. You and I are very much alike. So we would be embarrassed to ask for anything, first of all. So if we did, it's going to be super small. And you're going to ask for something along the lines of like, hey, I would love it if you would give my podcast a shout out. I would love it if you take a look at the back end of Rise Up Creatives. That's actually how you led with me first. And I remember, I mean, I'm guys, we're keeping it so real here. I was like, is this really going to be worth my time? David seemed great, but- I'm not, I'm not looking to to work with somebody who's maybe in a novice uh, creation mode. And then I got on the back end. I was like, of course I was willing to do it because you asked. And then I got on the back end. I'm like, oh no, he's like bringing gold here to people. I know what it, I know what it costs to do the back end of the things that you're providing. Um, And for the freaking low monthly fee you're doing, I'm like, yeah, I want to be a part of this because it's not my zone of genius. It's my, not my expertise. And I can literally hand my people off to him, but I was willing to go in and look at it and decide that I didn't like it. And my time is worth money. My time is worth money. But I still did that because you asked why, because you already collaborated and networked with me. I wouldn't do it if we hadn't ever, you know, somehow collaborated together. I wouldn't, I'd say I, I would honestly have responded to you, David, thank you so much. I appreciate being thought of. It's just not in the capacity for what I'm I'm doing right, right now. Right. I mean, my boundaries right now are harder than hard. And I say no to things almost every single day that come in my email inbox or my private Instagram DM. And, um, you know, some people don't, I think, appreciate that I say it, but I say it in right. a very tasteful way and, um, you know, thank them. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not like, no, and I don't know, respond. This um, is not worth my time. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't say That's- that. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I don't say that. Exactly. Okay. So uh, uh, what's so fascinating is that having a podcast, I have found that having a podcast is the most incredible way for me to network because I am an, I'm a nervous networker. I'm like, yeah. And the reason why I might've mentioned to you this before, but I had a breakthrough a couple months ago where I realized why I don't want to collaborate or why I've up until now have been hesitant to collaborate is because as a pastor, I ask people to do things all the time. Yeah. I mean, I was asked, I had big asks, big yeah. financial ask, big right. volunteer ask. I'm asking people to volunteer every week. And I'm, right. and I'm feeling like, what am I giving them? I'm giving them a right. sermon. I'm giving them a community, but I started to feel like this feels manipulative to me. This does not feel like, is it, was it benefiting them? Yes. But I just had an icky feeling. So I think I connect that to the collaboration and yeah. go, Ooh, I don't want to ask Jesse um, I don't want to ask anything of Jesse because I don't want her to feel like I'm trying to take advantage of her or I manipulate understand. her in any way, but yeah. you're helping me, you know, you're helping me process this. And I've, I'm collaborating with other people, you know, I'm doing other things, which is great. Um, so 
but it sounds like there's a level of intentionality of me providing value. So if I were to provide value upfront, and let's just say I didn't have a podcast where I could feature someone on, what are some ideas of providing value that someone, that one of our listeners or me could utilize to connect with people and just develop a relationship? Yeah, this is a great question because I get this a lot of time inside my membership, Millionaire Mompreneur Accelerator. They're like, I'm not really sure I could start a podcast. You know, how can I do anything like you're teaching me? I do, I teach these three uh, organic visibility boosters. And, you know, I, one of the examples I give is my podcast. And I also then have like a whole masterclass, right? Teaching people how to start a podcast because it all feels overwhelming and complicated, but it's not. So I like to break it down simply, right? But if for whatever reason, you're just not feeling ready to start a podcast because you can't even keep up with, say, the weekly commitment, right? No problem. Let's just be honest. Look at what social media gives us. You literally can have your own live show anytime you want. The one thing I preach, and I know you stand by too, David, is showing up consistently with whatever type of content you are going to be putting out. That's the most important thing to do. Some people will tell you, oh, you got to post two times a day, three times a day, five times a day. Screw that. No, the only thing you have to do is show up consistently. So I would encourage you to get to the point where you're posting one time a day on whatever social media platform you choose. Um, but if not to get started, you can only do three times a week. That's fine. But make sure it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And if you're going to start doing some sort of live show, which I actually do um, Instagram lives right now before I even bring them to the podcast. However, I am now repurposing them to the podcast if it's a great interview as well. Um, but why not just even pitch that? I'd love to share you with my audience. Um, I do a live show every Wednesday at 12 noon Eastern on my Instagram We can open it up, but you can share screens nowadays, right? On Facebook and Instagram and all that. Why not be willing to step up and just start your own live show? I don't really like blogs anymore. Again, it's more of a slower way to grow. I understand SEO is important and all of that, but in this day and age, video is king across almost all um, boards. So, you know, let's just be honest. I think it's important to, to be pitching something of that caliber that gets people to fall in love with you a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I can guarantee right now, you who are listening, you know, you are either vibing with me or you're not. And if you're not, you're really not even paying attention to this interview. But if you're vibing with me, you're like, I need to go look her up on Instagram, Jesse Harris Bowen. Like, you know that I'm keeping it so real and I'm talking your language and you know that you want to continue to follow me. It's going to be the same thing with um, your, those videos. So I'd encourage you, the number one best way to do is make sure you're doing videos and use whatever platform you're on. Nowadays, um, we're talking about hi-ho at the beginning of this. I could not get into Clubhouse, although Clubhouse would totally be my jam because I thrive in an audio format, but I can't do that in real time, right? I've got boundaries right now. And like you said, it's gone forever. You can't repurpose that content. Whereas hi-ho is in my time. It's recorded. It's waiting for me. I can go in there, watch it when I want, deliver back content when I want. And then it lives there forever. And people are consuming it and coming over and following me a couple hours later, like, Hey, that was so awesome. And then replying back to it, et cetera. The world has given us amazing free opportunities. I do not yes. want you to confuse your facts with your excuses of saying, I only have a blog. Okay. You got Facebook? Oh, you got Instagram? You got hi-ho? <laughs> you know, like, let's go. Sure, sure, I, will, sure. I will call you out. I will challenge you. Figure it out. 
So one of the ways that I hear that you could provide, I could provide value to someone is um, by bringing them on to some sort of video-based platform and doing some sort of interview or conversation. That's one way I could provide value to you before, not that I'm looking to ask for something, but it's, I guess what I'm just finding is I wish I would have a couple of years ago when I started Inspiration Rising done more than the podcast to develop those networking relationships. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I would have kind of taken it even another step. Um, and so I'm hearing you say video is one of those steps. What are some other steps that I could do to provide value to? I'll just, I'll just make it an example of you. What, what could I do to provide value with you if I didn't know you and I wanted to somehow get connected to you? You could ask me if I would like to do a Instagram story takeover and give some sort of value to your audience. Now, what if my audience is only 200 people? I might say no. Might say no, might say yes. But that means you could also collaborate with somebody who has, let's just say 500. If you had somebody who had said 500 followers and they're a mindset coach or somebody, they would be totally stoked to do a Instagram takeover for somebody who had 200, 250. And, and I'm just going to be honest. I am the person who never says no if it's in alignment with my brand. If it's, if dude, you're selling worms for skincare, I mean, unless it's really helping me with my wrinkles or something, even then it's going to be, it's more of just an influencer thing, right? That I would be pitching to people to help them sell their product. It's not really helping me. You understand their audience isn't really moms in business. So it needs to be in alignment with what I'm doing, but I almost never say no. For me, if there's one person that comes out of every single thing that I do, I'm happy. You know why? Because I did not grow up privileged. I grew up working hard for every dang thing I got and then having to work harder for it to keep it. I am the underdog. I am the person that wanted someone to throw me a bone so badly that now I throw 400 bones and will take whatever comes back to me. Mm -hmm. Um, not everybody's going to be that way. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I, I just had, um, quite a, actually in the last, I've had a huge influx of following on my Instagram. We literally grew like 8,000 followers in a week and a half. Okay. All through the power of viral Instagram reels y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, again, organic viral free, just whatever. I'm saying that to you because all of a sudden it got this influx of some really great, niched targeted people for me hmm. because there were a lot of larger ambassadors of other companies that are in alignment with me that were sharing my my stuff. And I was like, hmm, okay, I can see who's sharing these things. These are some pretty big names with some millions of people. Uh, so I went in and was like, hey, thanks so much for sharing this. Uh, I hope it Love with value for you. I'm a fan. I've been following you for a while. I love how you do this. I don't know how I can lift you up, but I have a podcast, The Millionaire Mompreneur Project. If you'd like me to share you, your mission, your message with my story, let me know. But I could totally infuse there. I have an audience of so-and-so. I'd love to allow you to take it take over all my stories. I have, um, and following on Facebook, I do a live show every 12, you know, 12 noon, every Wednesday, whatever you want to say. Um, you've got to be willing <laughs> to go big or go home. You have to be willing to suck and get that. No. Um, a lot of times this is where people will be like, you are ballsy, Jesse. Like, how did you like feel comfortable to go after that, that woman who you've really never related with before, but she's got 2.1 million people because guess what? Write this down. Confidence is gained through experience. 
for every shot I have made, I have missed a hundred times others. Like I literally am so dang confident because I go and go and go and go when I get no response and I get no, and I just brush it off. Like with throwing my hair behind my shoulder, I just brush it off and lean in because I know that I am not building my business with my mission and my message for any other reason than to truly make a bigger impact in the world. And then when I do that, I am blessed with a bigger income. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mike, boom. I was just gonna say, I had to shut up. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm on a roll. So good. So good. Okay. So, um, hmm, this whole idea of collaborating, the, the, there were a few steps that before that I would suggest is actually, um, you know, you actually are connecting with this person. You're sharing their content even, you know what I mean? Like yes. you're promoting them. Co- correct. I think you should be liking their stuff. You should be correct. Liking, commenting, sharing some of their things. So they start to see you in the right. back end of their stuff. Absolutely. Hands down. I don't ever think you should go in cold. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you've got to go in thinking, how can I benefit them? You know, I mean, that's the question in the back of your head is just constantly going rather than how can they, the, how can they benefit you is, is like a no brainer. Like, you know, that you can see that that's why you're attracted to them because Correct. there's something that could help you in some way. Um, but then the question becomes, how can I help them? That's what you're really got to focus on is how can I help them? And, and sometimes, I, sometimes no, I would even say that um, the help could be uh, introducing them to somebody else that they don't know. It could be um, uh, some sort of uh, emotional support, like cheering them on. Like mm-hmm. I have heard multiple people that I thought were like way above this, that when they get somebody cheering them on, they love that. And they're, you know, like I've heard Lewis House say that. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like you need somebody to cheer you on. Um, yeah. But we all like it. Like we all Absolutely. appreciate it, you know, yeah. and we don't want somebody just cheering us on because we think that they're wanting something. It's got to be a genuine, you know, care, but yeah. No, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I try to keep it very real in what I share with my audience. You know, I am someone who I feel like, yes, has had a lot of success, but, you know, I try to showcase that I've had a lot of failures, number one, and that I still struggle with limiting beliefs and self-doubt every single day. And it's why, how we opened up talking about like a power move guys without going into depth and going through a whole exercise. But what I teach is people how to get into what I call rush state. Rush state is an acronym for revving up self-happiness. And it's more or less having a proactive way to take control of your mind so that then you can go all in and show up with the action that you need to actually get more yeses, right? We only have control over two things in life. It's our mindset or belief, however you want to call it. And it's our effort or our action, again, whichever feels more preferable to you. But you've got to have a mindset that's a champion mindset first if you're ever going to go and implement the right strategy. And this is where so very often... I know um, this is what I teach and preach because this is what I struggled with. I used to, yeah, as I just did my hair again, see, it's just, it, it actually is subconscious now. It's a, it's a, just a part of me. Um, but you know, you have to lock in or anchor that badass mindset. God, can I swear on your podcast? I'm so sorry. Oh yeah. I don't, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's okay, good. Um, you've got to lock in that mindset with something physical. So 
I like to teach. Uh, I actually learned this from the Tony Robbins, who uh, has been a huge influence in my life. But you know, he talks about how you need to take control of your physiology at the same time, because that's how you lock in what's going through your mind. And so when I, you know, get myself into what I call rush state, it's having some sort of an anchor physically. And so, right. It's changed over the years. It used to be that I literally just would squeeze my, my palm. So my fingernails like dug in and that was my inconspicuous way of doing it. Now it's somewhat annoying because I'm flipping my hair, but, um, it's, it's a power move for me that immediately gets me into the right frame of mind where I feel like I can go hit that thing out of the park. But, um, yeah, truly, because of my, my self doubts and because of me wanting to feel like I'm doing the right things too, I do need those words of affirmation and sometimes I don't get them. So what do I do? I proactively take control of it myself with getting into the right mindset. And you'll notice when I do my hair, that means I'm getting into the right frame of mind. I do it before a conversation with my husband. That's a tough conversation. I don't want to have, I do it before a workout and it might not be in the same fashion because my hair is down right now, but before a workout, Right now I'm doing this killer workout program. Um, and I love it. Like I love pain. Pain is fuel, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I will like get my top knot real good. And I'm like, boom, that's my power move for my workout. I'm like, let's do this. Let's do this. You know, you will literally see my physiology massively change when I go from woe is me to watch out world. Jesse is coming for you, whether you like it or not. Like, but that, is not something I was born with <laughs> at all. And I'm not even going to go there. Um, that's a whole story of just failure after failure after failure and not being accepted as a child um, in, in high school and sports and all of those things. But for me, that is the number one thing that has carried me on to all of my successes is taking control of my mindset and then making sure that I acted accordingly, even if I had no idea what to do next. Because a lot of times that's what happens. We're like, but how? How do we build that business, right? Because I'm a former professional race car driver and I'm a world champion race car driver. I won over 650 races and lost only one over the course of five years. That wasn't luck. I brought the right mindset every single time. I couldn't be thinking about my boyfriend that broke up with me. I couldn't be thinking about the fact that my freaking makeup was melting off my face inside my helmet, right? I couldn't be thinking about the dude that was in the lane next to me about to compete with me who talked so much crap to my face on live television. I was like, I am here to run my best race. And if I just show up with that mindset, somehow my effort, my action will follow suit. It's almost like the very next best step reveals itself when you just get into the right frame of mind. And then all of a sudden, the next step. And the next step, I always say you are just one decision away from a totally different life. Mm -hmm. Decisions that you make one by one are what determine your destiny. There's this quote that I love and I always say it wrong uh, by FM Alexander. I think I just quoted him or quoted his name, right? But he says, people don't decide their future. They decide their habits and their habits are what decide their future. We have to understand that when we don't know how we're going to get to where we want to go, if we just show up right now here today, as we are with everything we've got, the right mindset, hi Lola, and the right action, the very next action that is correct will be revealed to you. Okay. So one last question for you. 
those uh, individuals who are listening now and have the plethora of excuses, but I've got kids, I've got a husband who's not supportive. I have a full-time job. I don't know how to do social media. I don't like the way I look to be on camera. Um, I don't feel comfortable reaching out to people. Like there's just bazillion excuses that can be coming up for people. Um, and I hear them every day. I hear them, right? What do, what do you say to those individuals? Well, I've already said this three times, I think, throughout this podcast. And that's why I'm going to hit home with it. Alone, we are strong, but together we are unstoppable. You need to surround yourself with someone or someones, a community who are willing to lend their belief in you to you for now until you can do it yourself. I was not always this woman who was like, watch out world. I'm coming for you. I'm going to impact the lives of 1 million women. And believe me, every single day, sometimes I really wonder if I'm ever going to do that. But I come to you and I come to all of these other amazing people that I get to work with inside of my private membership and in other coaching programs I'm in, right? All good coaches should have a coach. Um, And I just lean on them and I'm like, this is what I'm feeling. Am I crazy? And I let them pour into me because I pour into people all day, every day, and they gain so much from it. So they're actually always so happy when I'm like, no, I mean, I just give me something. Let me know where, where, where am I at? Am I crazy for thinking of this? You know, surround yourself with people who have similar goals to you, because I promise you, they will be able to spot the gaps that you can't see. And they will also be there to hold your hand, encourage you, support you, give you a new idea or the push, the nudge, whatever it is that you need when you can't do it yourself. Mm, So good. Thank you, Jesse. Jesse, you are uh, a huge encouragement, huge encouragement in my life and in tons of other lives. And uh, it's an honor to know you. It's an honor to be your friend and uh, so fun to have you on the 200th podcast just to share Congratulations. all this wisdom this is amazing. And energy and excitement. And I really appreciate it. So thank you for being I, here. Oh, thank you. I am so happy to be here. And, and this is what it's about. You know, we just talked to all of you here today and poured into you. And so we think that that means you should be coming back to us. Like David and I, we just told you, we don't say no. I mean, within reason, we can't give you a hundred thousand dollars, but you know, you should lean on us and come look at what it is that we can do for you. If it's in alignment and vice versa, what you can do for us. So Jesse, um, it's just great to connect with you today. And if there's anything I can do to help you, I'd just be happy to. Um. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to I'm gonna give you my bank code here in about five minutes. And you're going <laughs> to... I'll just transfer a hundred grand over to you just for we're fun. Good. We're yeah. good. Oh my God. I love you. You're amazing. Thank you for having me. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor. Share it with a friend. Take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949-401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. 
And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity. 